If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's totally free and you will be able to get paid from your podcast with no minimum listenership. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. Join Anchor today. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Episode 3, The B-Sides with K-Fonts. Just wanted to take a second to give a quick shout-out to my co-worker and friend, Andre Knight. He got me a pop filter for my mic to support the dream. So uh, shout-out to you, man. Thank you. I really appreciate it. On today's episode, we are going to talk about Brand New Eyes by Paramore. This album came out in September 2009, so to me, it's pretty nostalgic. I was 18 years old, still at Glenelg, all that good stuff. So that was just a fun time in my life, and I think that's why I want to talk about it. Um, it sold 175,000 copies of its first week. It debuted, I think, number two on the charts, Billboard Top 200. So uh, it was a pretty solid album. Um, it was their second highest-selling album only next to their self-titled album, Paramore, in 2013. So I am really glad that I got this on vinyl. It did not disappoint. It's a short listen, only the A side and the B side, um, 11 tracks. So it's a short listen. I would encourage everybody to uh, give this a listen. Um, I got this album, I think it was late March of this year, so... Most of the songs I forgot was even on it because I haven't heard the song since I was at that point in my life. But again, it was just a great album. Um, we start out with Careful. That was a pretty good album. And I think this body of work, it showed them being more vulnerable or Haley being more vulnerable because she wrote most of the songs. And just like coming of age, because if I was 18, if I'm not mistaken, she was 20. So just like where she was in her life and where I was in my life, it just really resonated with me. Um, so, yeah, we started out with careful, just like don't let everybody too close to you. You got to be careful letting people in, especially in intimate relationships. I didn't figure that out until later on in life, but I mean, everybody goes through that. Second song, and these next three songs are actually singles on the album, were three of the five singles on the album, Ignorance. That video, to me, was like one of the coolest videos. I think when they shot the video, they just pretty much did it in a abandoned house or a basement of a house, and they had like a single light hanging from the ceiling and it was just her and then they had some shots of the guitar player the rest of the band like taylor york and um jeremy davis which was my guy um he was the bass player during this period in paramore and they fell out 
over some money a couple years later. I mean, hate to see it ha I hate to see that it had to be him, but man, dude is just talented in my opinion. But I mean, he's still doing this thing outside of Paramore, but they were really doing something then. Um, but yeah, ignorance is like it's a heavy guitar driven song. It's like one of my favorites, if not the favorite on that album. Um, next, we got Playing God, and I like that. I think everybody should listen to that song because she's saying, before you judge me, you should take a look in the mirror because you're not so perfect, and you try to act holier than thou, but you're really a terrible person deep down inside, and you should take a minute to look at you. So. I like that song from that standpoint. That was a really good song. Next, we got Brick by Boring Brick. And I laugh when I read that because during this time, um, everybody was just on the Illuminati and all that stuff. So the video was a play on Alice in Wonderland. And um, I went down a rabbit hole just because, like, they're one of my favorite bands. So, like, after I searched Paramore, a whole bunch of conspiracy theorists started popping up on my recommendations. And uh, one person was like, it's about mind control. And I'm like, this can't be true because to me, and music is relative, but to me, she's just spitting some great facts in this song. Like when she says, if it's not real, you can't hold it in your hand. You can't fill it with your heart, and I won't believe it. But if it's true, you can see it with your eyes, or even in the dark, and that's where I want to be. So to me, like, people, I mean, everybody's different, you know? So no matter what religion you believe in, if you call them God, if you call it the universe, I pretty much... I dig it. Like, I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. But um, I, uh, when she says that, it's just like, I feel God, and I may not necessarily be able to touch him, but to me, it's just the feeling. It's just the being. So that is my favorite track on this whole album, just from those couple lines. Um but yeah, you see, I talked a few minutes about that. So that goes to show you how much that's still in my rotation in 2021. And I'm a 30-year-old man. Great song. Um, so those are the three of the five singles we have so far. Um, we have a track next called Turn It Off. Um, I really don't remember it too, too much. But I heard I played the deluxe version in the car on the way to and from work just so I knew what I was talking about but the deluxe version had a uh, acoustic version of the song on it and I think I like the acoustic version better um sometimes acoustic versions just hit better to me at least um again music is relative so it's all personal preference personal opinion um and then we have number four of the five singles, this is on the B-side of the track, but it's not a B-side because, again, it was a single. Um, 
the only exception. And this song, everybody loved this song. I couldn't tell you a person that didn't like this song. Um, every girl, or at least every girl I knew at the time, had this as a Facebook post or in their bio somewhere. <laughs> but um, it was a great song. Um, it made you feel your feelings. That's for sure. Even though people listening in my age group, we were like 18 years old, 18, 19. But I'm sure growing older, like I did, I started to appreciate, I appreciated the song more because I knew what she was talking about, even though I never went through a divorce personally or anything like that. It's just like, we've had those relationships where that person was the only exception of anything in life. Um, sometimes you wouldn't take that kind of treatment from anybody else or whatever, but that you made an exception for that person. So that song, it's a little sad, but I like it. I like that one a lot. And so did everybody else. Um, we got feeling sorry. Didn't remember that one too much, too much, but solid song. So was looking up. Um, where the lines overlap, I think that was my least favorite song. I don't know if it was poor placement or what. They were just trying to get it done, but I didn't really care for that song. So we're just going to move on. And then we got Misguided Ghost, and she was doing her good singing in this song. It was an acoustic track. Um, that one was a really good vibe, and Again, she was just really vulnerable this whole album, but in that song specifically. And lastly, we have All I Wanted. Now, they ended the song on a sad note, but again, it was a vulnerable album. Um, she must have just been going through a breakup or something like that. I don't think she was married at the time just yet because she was so young. I think it was like a year or two before she got married. So I guess this was a failed relationship before she met her husband. But um, I felt that even though I wasn't seeing anybody, I guess I was just an emotional teenager that became an emotional man. But <laughs> the song starts out, think of me when you're out there. I'll beg you nice from my knees. And when the world treats you way too fairly, well, it's a shame. I'm a dream. So, I definitely did not have a girlfriend at the time, and probably because I was just an emotional teenager. Like, during that time, no girl in high school wanted somebody that was so, like, just in tune with his feelings, to say the least. So, I mean... I didn't have a reference point for the song. I just felt it. Um, and I guess just going through life and experiencing those things, this was always a reference point um, that sometimes when you mean, when someone means the world to you, I should say, doesn't necessarily mean that they reciprocate the same feelings for you. So, I honestly, that's one of my favorite ballads by them, by far. Like, 
it actually might be my favorite ballad by them. And I will probably put that up against some R&B ballads too. Like that was a pretty solid song just to show your feelings and show your emotions. Um, but yeah, that's all we have. It was a short listen. It was one LP. So we are done for this week. And so I'm sorry that it took so long. My job is killing me and I had to work Saturday. And that's usually when I like to record is on Saturday, but I had to be there to like four o'clock in the afternoon. So that just killed my whole thing. And uh, me and my girlfriend, we hosted our moms for Mother's Day on Sunday. So I was just tired, wasn't feeling it. Um, so if you like the podcast and you look forward to a Sunday listen, I'm sorry about that. Um, but I'm going to try my best, my best, my best to be more consistent with it, to have a better game plan and just keep getting better because I really appreciate everybody that's taking their time out to listen to me ramble and talk about music, talk about something that I love for a good 15 to 20 minutes. This one's going to be a little shorter just because I don't have any sports to talk about. Again, my job is killing me. So literally, I'm always there, always just getting mentally prepared to be there. So I haven't seen any sports center. I haven't watched any basketball game, um, seen like maybe one Mets game, but that was what's about it. Um, not really understanding soccer too much yet to talk about that. But so my sports talk which is what I want to be my second segment is going to have to wait just a little bit, but we're just going to keep getting better. We're going to keep building. We're going to hit the ground running. Um, I'm only getting better from here. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to me. I really appreciate that. I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Um, tomorrow will be Wednesday. So just finish out strong. And also I want to say, if you're listening to me and somehow this is in this is inspiring you i say just like go after your dream like you'll never be a millionaire working for somebody else for the rest of your life you're going to miss out on so much you're going to miss out on kids i don't have kids yet but i dread that day not having children but i dread the fact that i won't get to spend time with my wife i won't get to spend time with my children because i'm always at work um, so if you feel like that and maybe your goal is not to be a millionaire or be on TV and all that stuff, we all have different goals. Like that is one of my goals, but that doesn't have to be yours. Yours could just be time. And that's like, secondly, that's like second to me because all we have in this world is time. And if you put... 40 hours a weekend, you're giving somebody a third of your day to do something you don't want to do for a paycheck. So I encourage you, if you needed to hear this, I encourage you to go out and just do something that you love. And when I say that we've been working, I mean we, because I feel like you guys that are listening are investors of the podcast. So I just thank you again. And we're going to keep working. We're going to keep growing. We are going to get better, and this thing is going to happen. So with that being said, I have been Kay Fonce. It has been my pleasure to entertain you for the last 15 minutes or so. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will talk to you next week.
week.